Hey guys, uh, welcome back to City Lights Podcast. This is kind of a, you know, not a, a normal, I guess you could say, episode. I just wanted to start off by apologizing for not posting, I guess, yesterday or Monday morning, depending on when you're when you're listening to this, like we normally do. But that was an antes- anticipation of today's um, post which isn't really a podcast, but more of a question and answer period that we had, we hosted with our youth called Not Valentine's Day. So we had two couples from our church who grew up in our church, you know, were among the first people to come over. And we just asked the youth question, or had the youth ask questions about, you know, things that they were interested in. And with it being, you know, the season Valentine's Day, this circle around marriage and dating and things like that, just the questions that we had of the youth. So God bless you guys and hope you enjoy this highly suggested uh, topic for our podcast. Maybe we'll still post one just sitting down with a couple and asking even more questions that we weren't able to ask here. So God bless. Welcome guys. Thank you for coming to our youth. Um, we're going to start with uh, Andre and Lily. Can you guys please um, introduce yourselves? Um, maybe say a little bit about your family. Um, talk about yourselves for a little bit. Um, as you all know, I come from a very large family. And I have probably somebody here from my family. I'm one of 12, number four. Um, and I was the second one to get married. I was one of the younger ones. Also, we're sitting like you back in the day. Um, I used to participate, I used to sing um, in a group. In fact, I was in our group and um, I really enjoyed it. And I wish uh, that was maybe one of the questions, but I wish we, I kind of, you know, prodolgo, like that Pujinga, like kind of kept going. But, yeah, I met my husband here uh, 17 years ago, so long time ago. <laughs> and you can, Andrew, you could share a little bit, too. Hello. Hey, my, so my name is Andre Carrick. Um, like I said, I also come from this church. We used to go to youth a lot, which is really fun. We enjoyed it. Um, we used to come a little late. I used to come a little later. Wish I came a little earlier, but uh, but it was definitely a good time. We definitely enjoyed it. We definitely loved this church. Um, I do have uh, coming from a family of seven. I do have a lot of nieces and nephews that go here. Brokowski, Lily, she's my sister, and then also Tanya Kasab. Her kids go here also. So we come from uh, a lot of them go down to this uh, church. Um, I met Lily, she says church, I remember meeting her in the YMCA where I saw her, so that's where she caught my eye, um, and we started, um, dating, um, kind of hanging out, and, um, that's pretty much where it started, so. That's awesome. Um, all right, it's a pleasure to have you guys here, also Roman and Katya, um, if you guys could introduce yourselves, kind of give us, um, a little bit about yourselves and tell us about how you guys Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Roman Gernishan. Uh I went to this church, still go to this church. I love this church. Um, you know, I, I grew up more or less not being forced to go to church, but actually it's because of youth that I, um, you know, that I found God, that I found a good group of friends, that, um, that I'm here in the first place, and that I met my lovely uh, wife. So um, I'm very thankful for it. Um, youth means a lot to me. I, I hope technically should be participating more for you guys, but uh, here. Um, yeah, our kids will be in youth soon. Um, so I met my wife ice skating, actually. So that's where I first saw her. I saw him. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the rest was history. <laughs> uh, 
Um, hi, my name is Katya Kronish, and for those that know me, don't know me, I also grew up in this church. We immigrated in 92. They immigrated in 92, and this has been our home ever since. Um, I also loved youth. We participated a lot in youth, and I was actually here early for youth almost every Monday because we participated. We led worship, singing, and it was a big um, part of my young teenage life, um, you know, Choir groups, choir trips, um, conferences, it um, was a lot of good memories um, of our youth days. And again, we I was introduced to Roman by my cousin. Um, and yes, we did meet in ice skating, um, but we, you know, we loved that we had each other in youth and, you know, we weren't from like separate churches. It really made it, you know, a blessing to be a part of the same youth and to have, um, you know, that even dating period that we had was through here. Um, so I think it was like we counted over 21 years ago that we met, and then maybe half a year into that we started dating. So we dated probably for around four years. I wanna say it was kind too of a long, long time, but we were long. very, <laughs> we were very young, to, you know, to be fair. Um, and so I don't think my parents would have let me marry him any earlier. <laughs> you know, I was in nursing school, so it was one of those things, like I wanted to hold it off a little bit, but you know, we, we knew that we were meant for each other. So tomorrow will be 16 years since he proposed to me. So, and uh. yes, we did celebrate Valentine's Day back in the day. <laughs> he made an effort every Valentine's Day, you know, to do something special. Um, and actually four years ago, we had our... Amada Ammo. Four years ago, we had our son, um, Marcus. He's going to be four years old tomorrow. So it actually, that has been our Valentine's Day celebration since we've had him. So. Happy birthday, Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> Wave hi. Wave hi to everybody. There you go. So yeah, that's kind of our story. Yeah, guys. So just for the record, uh, this is not Valentine's Day <laughs> for the record. So um, just to ask the first question, I'm going to ask um, maybe one person from each couple, whoever knows the story better. Um, can you guys talk about how you, I know you guys already touched up on it, but can you guys talk about um, how you guys met and then went into marriage? Um, well, back in the day, we kind of, like the whole youth kind of spent time together a lot. We, we got together a lot. And um, me and Katya are related and so are Roman and Andre. So that's kind of, we've known them since, I don't know, since forever, kind of. But um, as a big family, I have a lot of sisters, a lot of siblings. We used to have youth over all the time. We used to have tea night, um, and random people would just stop by that we didn't invite, but that's, it was always fine, you know, and I think that's how he crept in, <laughs> uh, just coming over all the time, because we had a lot of girls, so, you know, guys kind of always came to our house. <laughs> Um, so we, st we dated, it wasn't even a year, um, until he proposed and it was also Valentine's Day. <laughs> we celebrated just as, you know, everybody else did in, back in the day, but, um, how we, we got to know each other more just to hang, hanging out in a group. We used to not go on alone dates too much just cause, um, you know, you don't, you, we didn't, we were scared of people actually talking. Nowadays, I don't know how it is, but even holding hands back in the day was um, bad. So, um, we just, you know, we hung out with just, the, I don't know if the whole youth pretty much at our houses and we used to go ice skating, rollerblading downtown, just getting to know each other. We used to go to Applebee's every Monday night. They knew us there, so. Um, we actually stopped going there now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody got sick one Monday. <laughs> okay. But that's pretty much how we kind of, you know, grew closer. And then our parents sat us down one time and told us, if you guys are not going to get married this year, then you guys got to break it up. So we had to decide, um, which we're grateful for because we would have kept dating. I don't know. Dating period was a fun time. It's more, you know, no responsibilities, kind of. You just go with the flow. Everybody's friendly. Everybody, back in the day, everybody was just friends, and we just, you know, we hung out a lot. So it's kind of it. Yeah, no, I, d I definitely agree. I think, honestly, if you find someone, like, that you 
truly like love and that you can live the rest of your life with, what's the point of waiting? You know, just get married, enjoy life, you know? <laughs> Do you guys agree with me or what? Come on. <laughs> Roman Kata. <laughs> Wait, can I interject? I mean, yeah, I kind of... Can I, can I ask a quick question? Yeah, was youth around the same size as it was back then? Was it different? I mean, you see the youth on Sundays and same. same thing. Yeah. People will trickle in by the end, so the back would be fuller. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know how you know it'll same be. Thing. Yeah. Same so thing. it's about the same. A lot okay. of guys came towards the end. I don't know if they were at work or just wanted to come to hang out, but <laughs> we can ask them. <laughs> I already touched upon like kind of how our dating years went. We did date a lot longer than we probably should have, and we actually did try to break it off multiple times because we're like, well, well, not really married. You know, ready to get married. We're really young. You know, and, you know, our parents weren't against us dating, but at the same time, you know, you, you do um, fear falling into, like, certain temptations when you are, you know, together for a long time before marriage. So every time we try to break it off, though, like, we had ended up like, well, we really love each other, so we want to be together. So that's how we kind of knew that we were, you know, meant for each other, that, you know, we were the ones for each other. Yeah, dating too long is never a good thing, but like, like Katya said, we just, we knew each other. She was 14, I was 15. You know, we dated for, what, two years, and then it was like, well, we, yeah, we dated for four, but it was like two years, and we were like, listen, we're just too young, because, yeah, we're just too young. And, uh, yeah, I think I was 20 years old, and we were still dating, and I was at a point, you know, I always wanted to establish myself, um, go to college, possibly, have a steady income, be able to provide, to, um, but then I got to a point where I was like, I, I've known her for four, pushing five years. Do I, what's the point of waiting another two or three years? So, I mean, then there was nobody else, no other girl that just, that I would, could Blew see myself. Away. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. Yeah, so, and you figure it out, like, you know, even if you feel like you're not financially ready, or, you know, you want to finish school first. Like, I had another semester of nursing, and I was, I told them, like, don't propose to me. Like, I don't want to get married yet. I want to finish, you know, school. You know, and I'm like, you know, God put in our hearts that, like, that we were ready, that we would get through it. I finished my schooling. My parents helped us a lot. You know, we lived with my parents for a little bit to save money. So there are ways around, even if you feel like you're ready to get married younger versus older. So there's our recommendation. I, I don't have a lot of advice for people who are older since, you know, we were pretty young. So, I, actually, I want to ask a question from down here because I think it's just a perfect segue. Um, so, in today's day, in just our, our global uh, generation, our generation is getting married later than any other generation in history from Adam and Eve time. That's what they say, getting, getting married later than ever. Um, now, Roman and, and Katya, you guys, got, you guys were very young, so, and now your kids are growing up. Um, and you probably, and, and the thing is, is that like somebody could blame that like this is the world. The world is getting married late. But it's not just in the world. The average age, even within evangelical churches, are getting married later than ever before. My first question is, why do you think that is? And number two, your kids are growing up. So when your kids get to 14 or how old are you? I don't know, 16 at the time, and they want to get married, what, do, what would you tell them? I mean, times change, people change, but, you know, God doesn't change. Um, people back in the days used to get married very young, you know, 14, 15 years old, and they would have kids more or less just to have labor for the farms. You know, right now we have, we don't have horses and buggies. We have Cadillacs and, you know, and cars. Yeah. <laughs> I would say... Um, a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that people are living more for themselves versus for somebody else. They, everybody's at this point where I think, you know, as a culture, as a world, we're more financially stable. There are a lot more opportunities to do things, and everybody wants to go, like, explore the world, explore my options, you know, like, see the world. And what I was talking, I was talking to Roman about some of these questions, and I'm like, you know, it's okay to do those things, but like if you do have somebody, I, I would say don't wait, you know. Like the time flies by, like we look back and we're like, oh my gosh, we've known each other for this long. The time like flies by, you won't even notice it. Like my oldest is gonna be 11 soon and I'm, I'm just like baffled, it still baffles me. So I would say if you know that you wanna get married to somebody, you have somebody or you, you know, you're ready to you know, date or, or find somebody, I would say don't wait. 
you know, and, and then do all those adventures together. Like right now, even with kids, we still go and we, we, we go travel. We, you know, we try to make time for each other, you know, just because we've been married for, you know, almost 16 years, we try to keep that romance alive, that love alive. So I would say don't wait, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest reasons is it's just become a very like almost selfish world. Everybody just lives for themselves versus for other people. I totally agree with that. Um, we actually had the same conversation with like people living for themselves. I um, understand many people want to finish their you know college, ten year degrees, and whatnot. I just I feel like you can still get married and finish college and do everything else together. Like, and I think it's I don't know easier just to get married earlier. Plus, to put it bluntly, like, the younger, the dumber. Like, the older you yeah, get, like, I the agree. pickier you get it, you know. And then you just start looking at everybody's flaws versus, you know, their positive traits kind of thing. Yeah. Are you guys in agreement? Because I am. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to ask. Does anybody have any questions, actually? No, you know what? I'm not going to let you guys answer, ask. I'm going to ask. Um, all right, so... A question that I had is since a lot of us here are all like single and we're not married yet, um, like what's something you guys would um, advise to us or like recommend to us like how to take advantage of our time that we have now before we are married? Like what's something you guys, you guys wish you did looking back, if, if, if that makes sense, like in your singleness time, I guess? Um, I'd say I wish, actually I like how the youth went to the missionary trip. I actually wish we did more of that. So I wish we actually did more missionary. I really like Avova, whoever organized it. It's really cool you guys went out. I kind of wish we did. I went once when I was 16 with my dad, and it was awesome. It was an eye-opener. I wish we did more of that. And it's cool that you guys organized that, and the opportunity was there. We, I don't think we had as much because I think we're still getting used to everything. But now you guys went to, you know, even the cool place you guys went to Italy and that, you guys helped out. Plus you had a chance to see stuff, which is really cool. So I wish we did that more when we were younger. So... That's what I would say. When you're single, enjoy it, you know, and help out and missionary work. That's what I would say. I think for it's me. easier when you're also single to, you know, do missionary. Just because now we have the, you know, we have to find sitters and whatnot, and we have to go around their schedules. Not like before, you know, we don't have a schedule, you know, that much, as much. But. Thanks for the plug. I'm just going to interject real quick because I want to jump off that. Um, I also want you guys to notice something because the youth was similar in size back then as it is now. So I think the idea that I've talked to a couple people that they'll say is, oh, there'll always be those opportunities. There, there's always gonna be missions. I'm, let me work for this summer. I'm gonna go next year. I'm gonna go two years from now. Um, and so just because we have a lively church, just because we have whatever, an awesome church, doesn't mean that there's always gonna be opportunities. There might not be always opportunities. So if you have one and you have the ability to go, go and do it. Well, First Corinthians, uh, sorry, First Corinthians chapter seven, uh, thirty-two and uh, thirty-four talks about this. It says, um, you know, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please God, but the married man is anxious about the worldly things and how to please his wife. So, like the cares of the world, you know, your, your children, your responsibilities. Mortgage payment, gymnastics, you know, all that other stuff. <laughs> so. And I just want to take a moment, too. It was one of the things that I do also regret the most. You know, I didn't know. We, we didn't plan this, but that is one thing I do regret the most. I didn't have a lot of time. I went to school right away, and it was always something was going on, and I never got the opportunity to actually go on a missionary trip. The one that we had in Ukraine also, like, I actually went to Ukraine, but the actual missionary trip didn't pan out. You know, so it was one of those things, okay, well, I'm like, okay, I'll finish nursing, and then I'll go, like, on a medical missionary trip, and then after that, you get married, and then you have kids, and I'm like, I know I will still probably have opportunities in the future, but definitely take the time, and take time out of your, you know, busy schedules, take time off of work, take time off of school if you need to, and if you have it in your heart, to definitely go, like, on a missionary trip. I think it's life-changing. Yeah, those, those are good answers. Um, one thing I really liked about our mission trips is that there's married people who go on these trips. So, um, you know, we have a lot of trips coming up this summer, so if you guys have it on your hearts, please come with us. We could find a babysitter for five kids, we'll, we're all in. <laughs> I can see like 50 right now, we just gotta find someone. <laughs> Any volunteers? Where's the sign-up sheet? <laughs> but in the... 
Um, I have a question that came in. It's not really about um, dating or marriage, but do you think it is wrong to move out on your own with your parents' blessing? I personally, if you're not married, there's no reason to move out. Um, just because, even if you're, I mean, with parents' blessings, I just think there's more iskushenya, like if you can understand, um, you know, girls, guys coming over. Like we bought a house um, before we got married. Even <laughs> I'm just saying um, even that was like, Furnishing together alone, it's, you know, it just starts from holding a hand and then it just, I mean, it could always escalate. Just saying living on your own is always more of a room like for a temptation. Yeah. yeah. I would say um, if you, with your parents' blessing, say with, with, yeah. with I if mean, your parents are blessing you. You could, but I'd recommend not to. I'd say mooch off your parents as much as you can. <laughs> enjoy them. Let them do your laundry. Let them, you know, eat the free food. I and agree. Free rent. And I think enjoy as much as you can. You'll have time to get your own place. You'll have time to pay for all the mortgages, all the payments. You'll have time for all that, to be honest. I would say it's actually fun living with parents. I mean, I know sometimes you could think they're old school and they tell you stuff, but overall, they want the best for you. So I think listening to your parents and living with them, I think it's cool. Because eventually when you move out, it's kind of hard to move back in, so you'll learn. So I think take advantage of that, my opinion. Don't move out, take the free rent, take the free food, enjoy it while you can, and then you'll have time to pay for your own stuff. Preach. <laughs> um, I, just to add to that, I know, you know there are people that are, you know, feel like they're in their 30s, okay, it's time for me to move out. I think a lot, you know, for girls especially, there's no reason to, there really isn't. For guys, I can see why that would be like a pride issue, an ego issue, and like, hey, if you're making you know, good money, I don't see why it would be a bad thing to buy a house, but again, it is room for temptation. Um, it's good to be grounded. It's good to have financial stability, um, you know. And I'm sure at, at some point your parents do kind of get sick of you and are kind of like ready for you to get out. But you know, I think as a Slavic culture, our parents do appreciate us staying longer with them. You know, I feel like I would never be that parent like and take on that American, you know culture and, and thinking of like, hey, you're 18, like scram, like, you know, you're on your own. And I, I really love that we have that in our Slavic culture, that we do take care of each other and then, you know, until we're ready to move on to the next stage of our life. I mean, because we were so young, we basically went to her house, we took wedding pictures, you know, we did the wedding here, and the wedding pictures, you know, the mom was saying bye. But after the wedding, we came back inside the house and we actually got their room and we lived there for a year. What, two years? Almost so two years, yeah, um, saved money and then slowly got a house. But again, we were just so young, so our story might be different, you know, depending on the age. But I would, you know, I, I definitely agree with Andre, um, you know, just free ride it while you can, save money, and uh, find the one. I like kind of knew the answer to that even before you got, I was, I was we kind of bouncing off, but I already knew it was like going to be that, you know. All right, um, my next question is, like from a guy and a girl perspective, um, like how do you know, um, since we're all in this kind of state right now, how do you know like when you're actually like ready to date? Like what are some signs, like from a guy and a girl perspective? I think when the opportunity comes up, I mean, back in the day, nobody asked each other out. Probably, I don't know how it is now. No, we kind of we you, you we, hang out and yeah, then you hang you're like you know you like each other and then you you start hanging out more. That's you know I'm, I was asking Roman like in the car I'm like I don't remember you asking like will you no. you know go out with me or will you date me? Circle, you just yes. kind of <laughs> you just kind of know you feel it and then just to add on to that I do have a Bible verse um, Song of Solomon two seven and it says I um. You know, I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or the does of the field, that you do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. So I feel like God will let you know when you're, you know, when you are ready to date. Um, and then the other one is um, Genesis 2:18. Then the Lord God said, "It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him." So it is God's will for us to find someone, you know, to share this life with. And date only if you're going to marry. If you have marriage in, as an intent, then, you know, date 
but other than that, I, would, I wouldn't date. Right, don't date for fun. Um, I, I think the biggest thing to remember is like when, you're, when you f find somebody that you like, you know, I know not all relationships work out and that's fine too because you don't want to marry somebody or get into something that you're going to regret. But date with marriage in mind, date with your future in mind. You know, is this somebody I can see myself with for the rest of my life and loving for the rest of my life versus, oh, we're just, you know, dating for fun, we're going out, we're having fun, we're, you know, that kind of thing. So always date, if, if you're gonna date, date with your future and marriage in mind. Well said. What is something that surprised you about marriage that no one talks about? The bills that come swarming in the week you come back from your honeymoon. Um, I don't know. Surprised about marriage? Yeah. Like, what is something that kind of took you off guard that was like new to you? Um, I don't know. When you get married, it's two different people. So you know, let's say your parents raised you one way, and then her parents raised you another way, and you're under one roof, and you have to make amend, which is fine. There's you know, you live and you learn. You kind of live and you kind of you know, kind of adjust to each other in a way. Yeah, like I just said. But that was kind of I thought it would be more like not that it was a, you know bumpy ride, but it's more. You know, just getting to know each other more. I think, it's, you know, hey, we, this is the way that we did it in my house. No, 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 we did it this way in my house. So you kind of, you adjust, but then you kind of, and it's a sacrifice, of course. I think the number one thing is marriage is sacrifice. You know, if you're willing to sacrifice and put the other person in front of you, that's the most important part. You'll be fine with that. That's the thing. Yeah, even though we got married within the same church, we had the same understanding, and it, it was easier. I mean, when you start getting into different, you know, nationalities getting married, different... I don't know, you know, different views and churches, and it, it gets harder, even when you start having kids, you know. But I mean, yeah, it does help to have like yeah. similar views, similar upbringing. There are always going to be differences, you know. For sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you learn to, you know, change what you need to change. You learn to sacrifice for one another. Um, as far as like big surprises, I don't think. I think we knew each other for so long that we yeah. really didn't have that many surprises when we got yeah, married. Yeah, that's the same with us. Same and I would also add to like, when you do, when you are dating, in my opinion, just ask a lot of questions. I think we were younger, we didn't, but like, which is fine, but I said ask, you know, hey, do you want to have kids? You know, how many kids do you want to have? Church-wise, you know, I mean, if, if you go to the same church, it's easier if you go to different churches than, hey, are we going to go to this church or that church, you know, or kind of think asking questions would be the best, you know, just to kind of feel each other out. And if something that there's a big difference between both of you guys, maybe it's the way not to, you know, hey, maybe we should kind of we're off, because I think a lot of times that's what happens. So I think asking questions would be nice, you know? But I think if you love each other in the end, you'll make it work regardless. So, yeah. you know, a love covers all. So when when you do find the one and, you know, you, if, I don't know which pastor, if it's gonna be Greg or whoever, usually he asks, hey, you brought me here today, for what reason? You know, polubvi? Or, or is there another prichina? You know, is it like that you oopsied and, you know, shoot, we got, Eight months, we better make this happen, or um, whatever the reason may be, pressure or pressure from parents, or whatever it may be. So, you know, it has to be in love. Yeah, for sure. Those are definitely good questions. Um, I definitely think um, it's better to figure things out before you get married, yeah. versus you figure out stuff after, and then it's like, thing. What do I do now? Yeah. It's harder. Now you, you have, have to love. Yeah. <laughs> And plus, like I said we got married younger. I don't think it's, you know, oh, you're 20 or 22, you're not dating. Something's, you know, some people it's a little later, some people it's a little earlier. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Plus, if you, if you didn't find the person you love, I think it's fine waiting it out and, like you said, you know, jumping into it and then having later on to figure it out. So I don't think there's a certain, hey, you have to be married by 20 or by 19 or 8. There's no really, you know, some people get married 35, 34. Nothing's wrong with that. You know, it just depends when you're ready, when you're ready for it. So, yeah. Um, all right, next question. Um, how do you guys um, in your marriages now, like if a problem arises or um, something you guys disagree with, like how do you deal, how do you like deal with that? Like arguments, let's say. Just fight it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think praying, number one. I think when I, you know, ask God for wisdom as a wife, we all need you know, help just to sometimes not say the wrong thing when you're heated and just calmly. You have to learn to overcome yourself sometimes. And 
you know, just speaking from personal, you know, experience, both, both Roman and I kind of have short fuses, so sometimes there's sparks flying, you know. But, um, yeah, you, you, you just learn to, you know, read each other, to understand each other, and then, like Lily said, like, it is, it is important to pray if it's something, you know, that's a, like a big decision that you guys, you know, can't, you know, figure out. Um, if it's something simpler, Roman and I always go to rock, paper, scissors. It really works great. You know, but. You just, I think you just figure it out, like my wife said. You just figure it out. Don't go to parents. I mean, unless you need advice, but don't say, oh, you know, she did this, your parents, or the other way around. That's the worst thing to do. But if you need advice, parents are always good for advice. There's pastors, there's brothers here. We have deacons. So it's always good to get advice if you want. But I think just talk it over together and kind of try to figure that out. And if you can't, then you kind of go, you know, to some, you know, somebody in our church, or like I said, even your parents, they, they've lived longer, they know more, and like said, their advice is always, you know, I think I said, when you're younger, you're like, ah, oh, they're, they're old school, but when you get older, you start to understand that they actually want better for you, no matter what. Just go to the Word, and not go to the Word and say, hey, listen, in the Bible, it's written, a woman should do this, this, this. Go to the Word, what it tells you to do, and then, you know, change that in yourself, and then you'll see <clears throat> that, you know, it'll work out in the end. Don't blame the other F right away. It might have been you, you know, that caused the problem. Or Tonality is very huge, too. I was going to say, a lot of, um, you know, with just being adults and with kids, a lot of it, it's not even like disagreements mostly between each other. A lot of times you're just, you know, stressed from another situation. You know, you had a stressful day at work and or you had a stressful day at home with the kids or something. And you don't even realize that that's the main issue that it's not even like an issue between you two and then you, you, you end up going off on each other and it's and really like the root cause is is not even like such a big deal you just have to figure out that hey we're both stressed let's just take it down a notch you know um, you know take a step back take a breath you know and and then you know if you step aside you can kind of see the picture a little bit better but like oh okay you know I wasn't mad at him I was mad at this other situation but I took it out on him or vice versa do you guys ever get bored of each other? <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> I don't know. These two keep life interesting, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> These two cousins I over I think here. that's the, the funny personality caught us both, you know, just the fun. I don't know. We've always, we always go on vacations together. We always keep it more interesting. I don't know. If you do have to make an effort, like, because life does get busy, you know, kids take up a lot of your time. You do have to make an effort to make time for each other. You know, like, when, before we had kids, you know, we worked Monday through Friday, 40 hours, 50 hours, whatever. But, you know, every Friday night, it was date night. We went out, you know, one kid, two kids. Now we don't go out on every Friday night. We go out anniversary and birthday. But you do make time, you make time for each other, whether you're home or you're out of the house, you know, so you, you allot that, whatever, 45 minutes, hour. Okay, right now we're going to just put the kids down, spend time together, whatever that time is, you know. Um, so it, it does take a little bit more effort as far as, you know, kind of keeping the romance or spark alive. But, like, you know, you make life fun. It's, I don't think we ever get bored of each other. No, I think when Derena says go out, we go out. <laughs> All right, I got a question for Roman and Andre. Um, how much did you spend on a, an engagement ring? How much did you spend on an engagement ring? A lot of guys are asking. Um, back then, to be honest, I don't know whatever you guys make. Uh, I don't know what Roman did. I, I spent like two and a half thousand. Not that it was a lot, to be honest with you. But that's kind of what I had saved up. It was up. average. It was average. average. Right now, I know with inflation and everything else, it's a little bit more. Yeah, things are a little different. Girls' but that's, taste yeah, went yeah, up too. Yeah, taste went up, yeah. yeah they're, like, they're, they're like expecting us to spend like 15 grand. I'm like... Easy. Yeah. <laughs> upgrade in 15 years. Yeah. yeah, so it's whatever. Take I mean, I think it's what out. your budget is. I think it doesn't bad matter. bad for you fellas. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I got to take a mortgage out. <laughs> Tie a string around it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I, when I knew I was going to propose, I actually took her mom to pick out an engagement ring. And she was a nurse at the time. And um, I didn't even know there was two, two rings. I, I thought it was just one ring, and that's it. So I ended up just buying one ring. Um, there was no like big diamond or anything in the middle. It was very, you know, plain. It was like seventeen hundred bucks or eighteen hundred bucks. That was the first one, and then you know you can always upgrade, guys. It's not a big deal. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 
it kind of sucks that there's such an emphasis on that, and I think I feel like it's more with the younger people. Honestly, I was so happy and, and overjoyed with the proposal, even though I knew we were going to get married, and I was expecting it at some point. You know, he still shocked me when he did propose, you know, um, and I was so happy that he proposed that I, I didn't even open the ring right away, you know, and I'll, you know, and then the fact that he took his mom and my mom shopping was a very special thing for me. So he's like, oh, if you don't like it, we can always go upgrade it or change it or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? You proposed with this ring. You spent so much time and effort. And I'm like, I, and I still have the ring. I mean, right now it needs a little bit repair, but the diamonds are about to fall out. <laughs> but it, it, it means a lot. And I, I feel like the, the emphasis on having like a big stone or something, it, some people, you know, if you don't have the finances for it, that shouldn't be a priority. And it's something, you know, if you really want that, you can always have that down the road. It shouldn't be like a big emphasis for getting married or, or a reason not to get married. Also off topic really quick, if the guys do want to get married, definitely ask the father before that. Just, I mean, I know it's, people probably know that, but just to kind of ask him for, you know, hey, can I take your daughter? Just kind of off the topic it's a, of that also. It's a must, yeah. Yeah. That's facts. Um, what are some characteristics you look Andre, for in your partner? Uh, just, sorry, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Just to uh, comment off that real quick. Um, do you ask her father before you take her on a date or just before you get married? Before you get married, I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, because I mean, when you're dating... Were you scared? Uh, huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but when you're dating... Well, scary. <laughs> You're kind of like, you're, I don't know, it's dating, it's like a process. Like, you're not going to date, you know, the first person you're going to find, I don't think you're going to, usually, unless, you know, maybe Roman situation is different, but when you're dating, you kind of like, you go through it. So I don't think you're going to ask each parent, hey, okay, marry your daughter, you know. I, I think when it gets a little more serious, you ask her, but ask him, but it depends on who, you know, so. Yeah, if our parents were more official, like we used to watch the show 17 and Counting, like I don't know if anybody knows the Duggar family, and their father was like, okay, we're officially entering a courtship, and you know, the boyfriend or whatever, like officially asks. Because ours was so casual and we would just hung out all the time, our parents knew that, you know, we liked each other and, you know, that we hung out with each other and, you know, we wouldn't have gone against them if they said, okay, I don't want you hanging out with this person. So I think it was like, a, you know, um, What's the word I'm trying to find? Respect, like, like I think the respect, like you had to respect parents, like, you know, what yeah, they. Yeah, so it's not like we like uh, had to get permission to date. It was kind of like. Um, oh, there's a word I'm looking for. I can't find it. It's like a, not a silent agreement. Um, like an unofficial agreement, you know, basically that hey, we're kind of together and. You know, but it wasn't like, hey, can I date your daughter? It was, you know, we've been dating this amount of time, and then I would like to marry your daughter. Was the first date kind of like, you guys like nervous? What is it? Were you guys like super nervous first date? First date? Yeah. I think so. First date is always a little nerve-wracking, but after that, it's, yeah. Pretty smooth, huh? Yeah. How did you guys tell each other that you guys liked each other? Who said it first? Been so long. <laughs> they were friends. Roman didn't even ask. Roman didn't even take this F out. Pushed her at ice skating. I mean, yeah. <laughs> complete lies. Actually, I pushed him, but uh, um, because I knew who he was first, I you know that that is one of the questions later on about like, hey, should guy, girls give guys you know hints or something? You know, it's not that I had an immediate crush on him, but it was more of like, hey, we were hanging out with youth, and my cousin told me, hey, there's this really good guy, and you know, I think you two would really hit it off, kind of thing. And um, after that, you know, we did hit it off. And I can't remember who said I love you first or whatnot, but I think it was just like a mutual feeling, a mutual understanding. It's been so long, yeah. It's been too long. I can't yeah, so I've had um, two questions that um, have been coming up a lot lately. Why are girls so picky? Or what, what do guys do if the girls are too picky? And what do the girls do if the guys are too scared? I've seen both questions equally, so we're gonna ask them together. <laughs> I think girls should give the guy a chance. Um, I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't like him at first. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. oh, um, I mean, before we started dating officially, I was not into him. I just, because we kind of, I, we never hung out with their crowd in a way, but then the more time, you know, we hung out and maybe I, I didn't see things I saw at first made me, I don't know, made a spark. I don't know. I just don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> don't, I don't know. I feel like girls, 
don't be too picky. I, I don't know any other advice, Katja? I, don't know. I think it's important to look at, um, like, not just like, you know, okay, how much does he make or, you know, like what kind of car does he what, drive? What, he's I, or like, what does he look like? Yeah, how does yeah. he dress? You know, I, I feel like because we were so young, we kind of didn't care about that we as much. Know. You know, it wasn't like a, like a, a make it or break it kind of thing for us. Um, but it was it was important that he was involved in youth. He came to youth. That was one of the things. Even my my dad's, you know, I think there was a story like where I think the first time my, he officially asked me to, you know, come hang out with him was like for his birthday, and it was a really really bad storm because his birthday's in February. And it, he actually asked my dad, and he, my dad actually let me go. I was so surprised that my dad let me go because I was like, you know, 15. He was like 16. And um, where was I going with this? Oh, so like we, we, it was very casual, you know, and it wasn't like, you know, we weren't looking, like we didn't have like a list of things that we wanted to look for in, in a person. Oh, so where I was going with that story. So my dad made a comment about, you know, like, hey, like there's, you know, this guy and he's related to this, these certain people. So that he had like a cer certain reputation that really didn't apply to him, but that's how my parents knew him, you know, and that's, and then all of a sudden you see Roman coming to, you know, to youth with his Bible. My dad noticed that. So it was kind of a big deal that, hey, this is somebody that wants to, you know, also date my daughter, but also wants to make an effort to, you know, to, to come to church, to serve God. And that was important to me that he was somebody that, truly love God and not just because he wanted to date me. Like he came to youth, he spent time with youth, he went on his missionary trip. It was important to me that he loved God, um, that he had like a repented heart. You know, it wasn't, I wasn't just looking for somebody, you know, just to hang out with her or to date. You know, I wanted somebody that I knew, you know, would be good, like marriage material. You know, for me, it was always like something in the back of my mind because my parents um, married. My my parents were eight years apart, so I always thought I was going to get married to somebody eight years older than me. You know, that was just like a thing in my head. You know, so for me, it was like a big thing. Was like he was very mature. Um, he was very respectful. He like respectful of his elders. So that was a big deal for us. I think back in the day, our standards were a little lower. But um, I always searched for a guy that liked kids and also was in church. Um, I mean, we, we hung out in church a lot. We did all our events here. We got together singing, you know, doing worship. We, we did everything. So as far as why guys are afraid to, I guess, ask a girl out, um, I think it was easier back because, you know, we were like such a close youth and, it, you know, I don't think you guys have too many clicks, but we, we really didn't have any clicks. If if the youth was hanging out, it was like 50 to 100 people at somebody's house. Like everybody yeah. hung out together, you know, so I feel like we weren't as like afraid of each other, you know, but I feel like guys are like a little bit more intimidated now. They're like, a, you know, maybe afraid of rejection or maybe it's a pride thing. Like if it is a rejection thing. Um, the other thing is, I, I can't say for sure, but this is just kind of the sense that I get. Um, it's just like an, a, a being afraid of commitment and um, the responsibility of like, you know, having a relationship and getting married and having a family in the future. So um, like, again, like it goes back to people who are kind of living more for themselves and they're afraid to share that, you know, with somebody else. They're afraid to care for somebody else. Um, and then just have a verse for that actually. It's Proverbs 18.22, it's a really fun one. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains from the Lord. So don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Yeah. Wanted to add something? No. I have commitment out in here too. I think that's number one. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. <clears throat> On to the next next question. Um, what are? Let me see how I should word this right. Like this is obviously before marriage. So what are some characteristics that are um, like? A must, like very important um, to look into, obviously, that the future spouse that you're looking to, you know, ask out or get married to. I think God-fearing, number one. Um, the, if you grew up in a Christian household, you know, and they should know their responsibilities. Yeah, like Lily said, just, you know, God-fearing, going to church. And for, as a guy, you when you look at a girl, like, 
you know, is she always involved? Is she in church? Is she helping out? Like, you know, is she going on missionary trips? It's kind of important because if they do that, like, you know, like I said, the group that went this time, Vova and them, a lot of people that went, it is a sacrifice, you know. So I think it's very important. If she's willing to sacrifice that, then in the marriage she'll do the same thing. So, and and just, you know, liking kids and just, like I said, in New Year's, you know, Lily was always, you know, in the kitchen helping out. So it was, that was important to me, so. Yeah, I mean, if she has her priorities straight, if she's, you know, a godly woman, how she treats, you know, her parents, um, you know, is she involved in church? Uh, is she clean? Does she like to cook? You know, all those things. I don't have much to add. <laughs> all right, so bouncing off of that kind of, but looking from a different perspective now, what are like red flags? Okay, this is, you know, not, stay away from this. Um, I put here, if parents are against the other half, um, I mean, drinking, smoking while together, that's a red flag. Um, Just to add to that, like, I think if, if you kind of need your friends and family to approve, because they can see from the outside sometimes better than you can see each other. Um, sometimes they can see like issues that you might not realize are issues or that you might be like denying that is an issue. So I'm not saying you have to listen to what your friends and family say, but I think it's important to consider their opinion. Like I had an uncle, um, one of my dad's brothers in Seattle or um, Estonia, um, and they, they told them multiple times, don't marry this, this one girl. She's only going to church just just to get married to you and he's like no she's coming to church for me like he was just in complete denial and like everyone in my family and my dad's family saw that and they tried to tell him and he still didn't listen and ended up you know his wife after three kids you know cheated on him and, and they ended up getting divorced so it was one of those things like sometimes like your family can see what you can't see so I think it is important to take that into consideration I think love is blind that's that's a true you know statement yeah. um, but some other like um, red flags that I thought you kind of noted um it's just if, if you don't have peace about it so like you might think oh you're in love and everything looks peachy but like you don't have peace in your heart about it I, I would just say pray about it maybe that's just God's way of kind of telling you you know like like Lily said love is, love is blind but sometimes God does speak to you in different ways and if, if you don't feel a peace about it definitely pray about it and, and and fast about it to see you know like maybe maybe I need to take a step back and see if this is for me or not I mean, at least for me, it was there was there was no no one else. I mean, no other girl that I, you know, drove me as crazy as you did. So, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so um, obviously, oh, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say if Andre had anything else, I do have a couple other. If you guys want more, I have a list. But it's it's I I don't know how much time we have. No, we're actually, actually we're we gonna have go a few questions, and, and then we're gonna give you guys a few like some time to kind of just add anything that we kind of missed out on. Yeah, I think we'll take like 15 more minutes. That's good for everybody. Yeah, so let's shoot for nice. Just get closer with God. Pray about it. Fast about it. Um, it's it's a very very important decision. You know, don't you know like whenever you act on emotion or like an emotional buy or a quick buy, it's, it never turns out to be a good thing. So, you know, pray about it, fast about it, you know, get right with God, have your priorities straight. And if you want a godly woman, you have to be a godly man. First and foremost, that'll attract a godly woman. I mean, it's like, it's like picking a good stock. You know what I mean? You have to do your research. You have to look at who the CEO is. You have to look at you know, their balance sheets, you can't just think, oh, let's go, you know, I, I want to pick that one because it's going up. You know, it, it doesn't end well. To bring it back to, from a biblical perspective, Matthew um, 6.33, that was a good example, I'm kidding. Um, he's very business oriented. I'm very not business oriented. So that was like, you know, one of the things like you, you do have a lot of differences, but, you know, it, I think God does sometimes put people together that are, you know, opposites on certain spectrums. And it, it does make it more fun for the relationship and for the marriage. But Matthew 6.33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So find yourself in God first. Um, make a relationship with Jesus first, you know, before you tr start, you know, trying to find a relationship, you know, with a guy or a girl. You know, figure yourself out first in God, like who you are as a child of God. You know, build up your spirituality um, and, you know, like, you know, the relationships will come, 
you know, but at least you'll have a relationship with God and you'll have like a basis, like a stronger basis for anything else that comes after. Divorce will never be on the table. Yeah. And then as far as like, um, like one of the things they told us, you know, one of the questions that we were sent ahead of time was um, give one piece of advice to like the girls. Um, a lot of it, you know, I, I think our youth is still really good about this, but it's, you know, just being modest, being gentle. Um, so all those qualities that are in the Bible that might not seem very popular in the world right now. Right now it's all about, you know, being independent and being, you know, like it's all about feminism and whatnot. But like still, you know, or only career oriented and, you know, family second. Um, I think a lot of it is, you know, go back to the Bible. Like um, there is an account, like an Instagram account that I follow. It's called Proverbs 31 Ministries. So it does talk about like those qualities that God wants in a woman. And I think, you know, like um, any man like that's, you know, Christ-centered will find attractive, you know. So like meekness, modesty, gentleness, uh, pure and serving heart, you know, somebody that loves God. Um, so basically something that's like wife material, future mom material, you know, and it's okay if you have a degree, you know, it's okay to be, you know, to have some, your own business or whatnot, but, you know, as far as your relationship with, you know, your, you know, boyfriend and maybe possible future husband, a lot of it is, you know, like just look back at the qualities that God wants in a woman and a wife. In what ways has, you, has yours and your spouse's personalities changed since you got married? That was a hard one. We honestly like thought about it and I'm like, besides like the, just the, the pressures of life, you know, like you you just get more serious and, um, just, you know, the, just the responsibilities. But as far as our personalities, I feel like we've been the same. You do have a much like deeper love, you know, when you first fall in love and you know, you're dating and one, it's very like superficial and everything's good. Everything's bright. Everything's happy. But, you know, once you've lived life and, you know, you've been through, like, the hardships, you know, you've been through the joys, you have, like, a, a much deeper love and trust and appreciation for one another. I agree. Your connection gets even stronger. I think over the years, you know, you appreciate your spouse more. And you have to play mom and dad role. <laughs> That's the only, like, thing that changed. You know, you have to be more serious of a hard one like that was one I left blank for a long time because I'm like I, I feel like I don't I didn't change much as a person like a personality. yeah personality I feel like we're still the same as when we met you just have to learn to sometimes you know like um like you know like or or to cover each other's faults with love and whatnot or just to forgive even if somebody doesn't ask for forgiveness you know like just forgive with a living loving heart and you know, and just the, that love and trust just becomes so deep that, you know, I know he would give his life for me and he knows that I would give my life for him. I mean, you better each other. So where you lack, you know, she's better. Like she's punctual, she's neat. She's, you know, on top of her things, whereas I'm, I'm completely different. And so you, you better each other. All right, I got another question. Um, how are you guys currently serving one another? Like, obviously, in your, like in your, um, now that you guys are married with kids and you guys have been married for a while now, um, how are you guys serving one another? I bring home the paycheck. <laughs> the bacon, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we as wives, you know, we try to do as much as we can at home, too. I mean... Cooking, cleaning doesn't stop. Um, taking care of the kids, make sure you know the house is tidy before he comes home. C kids are clean. I mean, that's takes up most of my day. I think you know laundry. And yeah, like Roman said, you bring home you know paycheck plus at the same time you could help out by just with the kids and hey you need a break go you know with, the, with your girls to a spa day or a restaurant. You kind of you know like I said you sacrifice them so that's kind of I don't that's how you help each other out because sometimes you know the whole day being at home with the kids is not easy either sometimes I'm home with the kids for like an hour and a half and I'm like dude like four hours feels like it passed by and it's only like 20 minutes because it's just it's harder you know so that's kind of what it is so you kind of you help each other out that way kind of by understanding each other pretty much you I think know? God made it that way you know yeah. they gave he gave us more patience to be with kids and yeah. for the husband to provide it's a team effort, and you have to be on this, you know, same page because, you know, the, the kids they'll see it right away. So, 
you know, if mom says no, they'll, they'll try to go to dad and, you know, kind of, you know, see if they can wiggle their way in. So you have to make sure you're both on the same page. You know, your, your, your priorities are the same. You're, you're not on equally yoked, as the Bible says, and, uh, you know, you, you better each other in the, in the long run. Yeah, and then you do special things for each other, like as far as serving each other. You know, obviously you have your responsibilities at home, and it's different before you have kids. Like I was working before I had kids, so, you know, like we were both contributing financially. And then, you know, sometimes it is like a little bit hit, not a hit to your pride, but like it's a change in like your identity when, hey, now I'm at home with my kids. And it, it is an adjustment, you know, just to be um, somebody that like, you know, is is just home constantly, and you, you learn to take pride in that. You know that like this is this is my home. That you know my husband is able to provide for me, but like let me take care of like this castle that he gives me. You know, um, let me take care of him. Make sure you know his laundry's clean, his his food is you know done. You know, and and it is a lot of give and take. You know, so he helps me a lot. I help him a lot. You know, so it's just like he's, everybody said, it's, it's sacrifice and, and just doing the little extra special things for each other. You know, plan, planning a little date night, you know, planning a little alone time. You know, he'll, he'll come home and just randomly surprise me with flowers, you know. It, it doesn't have to be anything big, just little small gestures even, like still, you know, to tell each other that we care each other for each other, that we love each other. And the kids also see that and they learn from that. So, like, he'll even bring, like, he'll get me a bouquet of flowers and then he'll bring Isabella a single rose, you know, just just to show them, like, this, this is how our relationship is and just to have their expectations, too, of what they should, you know, expect in their future relationships. February 15th is the best time to get them, too, so... All right, I have a question Carefully for the girl. It. It's not Valentine's Day. Well, that's why he said February 15th, <laughs> the day after when they're all in clearance. My bad. I have a question for the guys. Um, who washes the dishes better, the dishwasher or wifey? No, I'm just kidding. That's not. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> but um, should girls be allowed to um, give the guys hints or make the first move? I think so. I think there's so. nothing wrong with that. Oh, for sure. I think some guys are. <laughs> uh, no. All right, ladies, hurry up. <laughs> no, I'm just I think some guys are, you know, just a little bit maybe socially awkward or just afraid. So I, I don't think it's a big deal for girls to get, um, you know, drop hints to guys. They could be just a little shy, you know, or like I said earlier, like it could be like a hit to their pride if they're, you know, rejected. And um, I think that's normal. But at the same time, I, I had no problem, you know, coming up to him at first. Um, but uh, one of the biggest things is, you know, a lot of people, especially as Christians, you know, we, we do want to do it in a way that is, you know, we're respectful, but that we're not putting anybody down. And that, you know, it's something that, hey, we can still talk even after this incident. Like, hey, you know, I, I told you that I may, you know, might have feelings for you or whatever. But like that, we don't make it awkward and that you can still be friends and, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ after the fact. Um, uh, just engage in conversation, you know, like come up to him, just talk to him, um, make him, you know, kind of make a, a note that, hey, I'm making an effort to come out and talk to you, so maybe I'm interested in you, you know, um, and they might take the hand finally that, hey, you know, maybe she likes me, you know, and, and maybe not make it like a mixed signal kind of thing. I think a lot of times it is a mixed signal. So, you know, there's like a lot of flirting, a lot of goofing around, messing around, um, but just so there's not mixed signals because that can be confusing and, and, and people can get their hearts broken over, you know, silly little things like that. Um, you know, just inviting him to spend time, like say for girls, if they're gonna approach a guy first, just to spend time with, with you and your group of friends or, you know, just hang out with your family. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. All right, and I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, but before we wrap it up, I just wanted to um, ask you guys, because I see you guys have, like, a bunch of your, like, notes and stuff. So kind of now, without any questions, like, to finish it off, what would be, like, a concluding thing that you guys would share with the, all of us, you know? Like, what is one piece of advice that you would, um, I mean, most people here are single. I know Joe's not. Joe's engaged. <laughs> Shout out to Joe. He's doing the Lord's work. Um, but what is, what is some advice that you guys would give um, just single Christians, single Slav Christians in this generation who are eventually looking to get married? I think put it all in God's hands. I mean, when I, I've been praying my, for my sudba since I was in Molodorzhna, so I think that's very important, and I recommend everybody to, you know, once you 
once you think you're not ready today, God might send you somebody, you know, your way, and it could be the one. I think prayer is a big, it's a powerful thing. So. Yeah, I'll just bounce off Lily, same thing. Pretty much just pray about your future and about your future spouse. And, and some of the red flags that I didn't get a chance to say was if you are dating and there's a lot of differences, then I maybe, you know, maybe it's not meant to be, you know, so maybe, you know, the person might not be a bad person, the guy might not be a bad guy, the girl might not be a girl, but they might not be for you, that's it, so, but at the same time, and ask your parents advice, too, I think it's very important to listen to parents, because parents, at the end of the day, they definitely know what's best for you, and they want to have, you have a good life, so that's, that's my opinion, and like I said, like my wife said, just pray about it, and when you're not ready, you know, God will send somebody You'll feel it, yeah. I feel like God, you know, you'll feel if it's right or not, Yeah. So. I mean, read the Bible. It's, it's all in the Bible. Like, I mean, we, we have our own stories here. They're all unique. You guys will have your own stories. But at the end of the day, you know, read, read the Bible, you know, what, what a godly woman should be, what a godly man should be. Um, that's one thing I, I wish, you know, I still read the Bible and whatnot, but as, as an unmarried man with no kids, you know, no you know, uh, business to run or whatever, it, it, I would have more time in that because, I, I mean, it doesn't... You know, we're both successful and whatnot, but the, the money, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't bring you happiness at the end of the day. You know, it's, it's, it's who you have by your side. It's, it's being close with God. So, you know, read the Bible and uh, meditate on, the, on God's word. Get close to God. You know, Adam was sleeping while Eve was formed. And, uh, you know, pray about it. You know, don't be anxious about it. You know, for me, I was 14, 15 years old and when I, you know, caught my eyes on her. Um, Somebody else will be, you know, older, but, you know, get close with God and read the Bible. And I, I said it earlier, but, yeah, find, find your identity in Christ. Find your identity here in this church, you know, first and foremost, you know, before you're trying to find a relationship with anybody else, just make sure you have a relationship with Jesus. Um, because it's really easy to fall away or to get swayed, you know, by, like, the shiny, pretty things in this world, you know. So as long as you're strong in Christ, you know, and I, I truly believe that God will send you, you know, your future spouse and that he will open your doors and you will know in your heart that, hey, this is the one for me. Like, you know, we, we did pray about it. You confessed about it, you know, like, and many times where, you know, I did have doubts, hey, like, I'm so young. Like, is this really what you want for me, God? You know, like, this is a lifetime commitment. You know, like, there's there's no way out once once we get married, you know. And God will give me this peace in my heart. Um, and, you know, and, and then you know this that this is the one for me. Yeah, I heard um, I heard this one quote one time. It wasn't really, it's not really a quote, but it was just uh, an idea that somebody was saying. So first, God created Adam, and he put him in a garden, so he gave him work, right? He had to he had to take care of the garden, name all the animals, you know, it's what it talks about in Genesis. And then after that, God gave him a helper. So I think, um, at least, I mean, I'm still single, um, but from a biblical perspective, right, try to get busy in ministry. That's all I'm going to say. Just try to get busy and then um, focus on that, and I think God will uh, provide somebody for you to be a helper and uh, help you with life and help you with ministry. And uh, just to close out, I want to thank you guys, um, Lily, Andre, Roman, and Katya. Thank you guys for coming out. Thank you guys for spending time and just pouring into our youth. You know, it's, it's an honor to have you guys back, um, back in the same, uh, in the building on a Monday night once again. So please come again. Uh, tell your friends that we're still here Monday night, 730. Um, so yeah, thank you guys. Our kids will be here soon. So <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. So we appreciate you guys calling us. Like I said, we, I don't think, you know, we don't, we're not that old. We, maybe you guys think we're, we're older, but we're not much older than you guys. But thanks for having us out here. And, you know, we're, we appreciate that. And we feel honored to, you know, share a little information, you know, of our, you know, how we met and, you know, what we went through. And I think, like, like Roman said, everybody's going to have their own story. And um, we said we, we appreciate that. And stay in youth. Help out. Go to missionary. If Volvo says, like I said, whenever you guys get a chance to go and you guys go, that's awesome. Keep going. So. Seek God. Read the word. I mean, whatever thing you may have going on or whatever may have happened in a previous relationship, I mean, God's love covers it all. So just just know that, you know, he loves you and, you know, he's got good things planned for you. Just you have to be in his will. And um, just, just read the Bible, guys. Read the Bible. There's so much wisdom in there. Read the Bible.
Yeah, one thing I wanted to add to um, what we didn't have as a youth was your cell and life groups. I think that's really, really cool. We even tried to start up like a Bible study once we had like, we were married and kids. It's, it's really cool that you guys have these groups because you do glow, grow closer together as you know, you try to, you know, figure out the mysteries of the Bible and try to figure out, you know, what God is trying to tell us here and there. Um, but like the biggest thing is, yeah, trusting in God and just my, my, still my favorite Bible verse since I was a teenager, you know, acknowledge him in all ways and he will make your path straight. So Proverbs 3, 6 has been a big, big verse in my life and it has just come to fruition through and through. So just trust in God. Yeah. So, um, I think we got a lot of really good stuff. We got a lot of wisdom here. Um, so thank you guys once again. Um, and then to the youth, my phone was getting blown up. I saw all your questions. If, it, if you guys like this and this is something you guys want to uh, do more often, uh, Q&As with people from our church, whether it's about dating and marriage or other topics, reach out to us. You know, I think it's really cool when we can get older people from our church who've already been through some things that we're still going through and things we're still going to struggle with. So um, just let us know. Uh, give us some feedback. If this is something you like and want to continue, we are open and willing to do this more often. So thank you guys.